Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateway to Cinema, the spinoff of the far more popular podcast, Reboot Already Underway. The Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead to the main podcast, Hamlet, bringing in the play spinoff. <laughs> Should have saw that one. Should have saw that one coming, but I didn't. So, Because I am, of course, your host, Aaron Hahn. Joined as always by Jacob Lacey. Uh, uh, don't they say the boil boil? You. <laughs> We're leaving that in. <laughs> David, David's on Gateway to Cinema now. Hey guys. Hey David. Uh, boil boil toil in trouble. Isn't that a thing in this play? You. you... <laughs> I, 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 I would have been very disappointed if you could have now pulled out one Macbeth quote, just in in general. But you're gonna you're gonna be in for a rude awakening here, man. <laughs> <laughs> would would it, would it be a surprise to you if I told you I couldn't understand a word they were saying in this? Movie? <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, well, That's not true. Because uh, yeah, we we are. Looking at a film from the list of 100 movies I made for Lace to watch. Films that are interesting introductions to the large world of cinema. And, uh, yeah, if you couldn't tell by my intro or Lacey's struggle to decipher the language, uh, we're looking at the 2015 adaptation of Macbeth. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we'll go our normal way. I mean, I know Macbeth. We saw Macbeth. Uh, by a college troop, I believe. I don't know who, what was going on there. We're probably going to have to talk about that later on, just because that was, okay. was an interesting experience. I don't remember much of it. <laughs> I'm going to no. be completely honest. But uh, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. But uh, yeah, so I mean, everyone knows Macbeth. It's, it's everywhere. And uh, this, is, this is Macbeth. It certainly it is. Rough, yes. I, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't dislike this movie, but also I was like, yep, this is Shakespeare. It's like way too much, man. <laughs> I don't know. This is the first one in a while where I'm like, yeah, it was good, but I don't know. I don't know that I'd recommend it. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, it, it's one of those things where it's like, what? If I thought talking about a film like The Fly or like RoboCop or like uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey, where where papers, entire research has gone into those films, would make me sound like an idiot. I can't wait to talk about Macbeth, man. <laughs> This is one of the most studied pieces of art ever. <laughs> and here I am coming in like, yeah, Shakespeare's all right, I guess. I mean, I I don't connect with it. And that makes me feel like, uh, we'll talk about this. We can talk about it now. The thing about like, Shakespeare. Like, like your uncultured. Yeah. Like your bottom yeah. feeder. Scum of, scum of the earth. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't appreciate the good literature. No. You don't have to like Shakespeare. No, I know. And I know. I know that you feel that way. And I know that most people feel that way. But there's that 
total like pressure to like connect with and to understand Shakespeare and be like, ooh, Shakespeare, mm, it's beautiful. It's the most beautiful piece of art. Now, I will say, I really liked Hamlet. That's because I had the time to really dig into Hamlet and like really learn that play and like understand everything that's going on. Same with King Lear. I really like King Lear. It was, it was those uh, Pinterest boards. It was those Pinterest boards. (laughs) Oh my god. Having to make a Pinterest board in character as Hamlet. Yeah, we did that, everyone. That's that's how you that's how you really understood. Everybody, we did that. Everybody. (laughs) We did that. I am not kidding you. We did that. (laughs) Fresh Prince of Bel Air was involved. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We did that, everybody. That was a project. I guess we can preface this by saying Aaron and I, in high school, we took a British literature class. That we did. Um, I don't know. You're... And we had... I'm sorry, continue. And, and we had a student teacher mm-hmm. for the majority of the semester. We did. So. I don't know overall what your thoughts on that class were. I mean, I didn't hate it. It was fine. It was a nice throwaway I mean... credit. Do you mean the class or like the fact that we just were like messing around the whole time? Like it was, it was like me, you. Was Rack upon the class? No. Our 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 friend Mike Goodrow was in the class. I know I know Mike Goodrow was in the class. But wasn't there someone else in there? there? Weren't there like four of us? There were. I don't remember who it was though. But, I hope they don't listen to this so they can get pissed off at us I know. for forgetting I, them. <laughs> dude, that was was that our that was our junior year, right? So that would have been. I think so. I think so. Five years ago now, almost six. Yeah, I think they can forgive us for not remembering. <laughs> but I know we yeah, were. In no, it. I I, I love the small class and I love the uh, kind of goof off nature of it. Goof off nature of it. That being said, so. I do feel like I learned Hamlet. Like, I understood Hamlet, which I was pretty happy with, because I, my life, when I was a kid, especially when I was a kid, I read all the time, and then, you know, there's that whole daunting Shakespeare thing, because he wrote like a maniac, and uh, yeah, people can say it's good, but I'm going to say, you know, it's a bit shoddy, but that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I much prefer the, the finer things in life, the James Dashners of the world. <laughs> He, he he really knows how to bring a story home, you know. Yeah, really, really. Like forget forget like the great tragedies, you know. Yeah, James Dashner's it, writing is so good. I didn't even finish his second book. I was just like, James Dashner's writing is so good that he reuses the same phrase like a paragraph later, and you're like, it, it was just too good. It was, it was just so good. <laughs> he had to reuse it on the exact same page. I, I don't you know, know what you're referring to, but I believe it. <laughs> I'm referring to my experience reading the Maze Runner. <laughs> I know, I understand. I just don't know what phrase, but I, I believe it. I, I don't remember either. I just remember it sticking out. <laughs> so, yeah. That was the point where I was, told, I was like, yeah, this guy's a bad writer. Anyway. <laughs> Shakespeare is just one of those things in my life that I I understand its quality. But at the same time, I'm like, I just don't. I can't watch something that's straight Shakespearean and be like, yeah, I understand this. Like, I understand Macbeth because 
I, I, I was already familiar with it. If I were to just watch this... Now, this also being said, this film is extremely well shot. And there's a lot of great visual storytelling to where I wasn't lost at all. Even though I couldn't understand a lot of the dialogue. It's like The Witch. Like, The Witch has a lot of dialogue where you're like, what? <laughs> what are you trying to say? But, like, right. you get what's going on. Like, like the, the pictures are what's telling the story. And I think without how beautiful this movie is, because it really is gorgeous, um, mm-hmm. I, would, I would not have enjoyed it quite as much. Um, That's fair. So, hate me, if you're going to hate me, for uh, not being a big fan of Shakespeare. But... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that might be my only like non-spoilery lead-in, but also Macbeth is one of the oldest things we've ever talked about on here. Yeah, so. uh, spoilers <laughs> for Macbeth here. Yeah, know. sorry. What, when was Shakespeare? I don't know. I don't even remember. Six, like 1600s. Okay. I think. Yeah, it sounds right. Like 1500s to 1600s. He was, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It really does not matter. Shakespeare was not a real person anyway. We all know this. It was multiple people who wrote the plays under the name of Shakespeare. Come on. That is a really great conspiracy theory. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I really like that one. Anyway. Uh, do, do, yeah. do you want to hear why I put this on I the absolutely list? do. I've been stirring. I've been needing to know why you I, put I it on the list. I anticipation last week. Yes. But it's really not that interesting. It's the way you said it, where you were like, if we made the list now, I wouldn't have put it on here. But for this reason, I did. Yeah. So now I'm like, tell me. So, so here's the thing. Uh, I wrote this list mm-hmm. beginning of summer 2016. May 2016. Yeah. School was out. Someone was beginning. Lacey's like, hey, I really want to watch a lot of films this summer. Can you give me a list of films that would be good to watch? So I'm like, okay, here's 100 films to watch this summer. Yeah. Here we are, here we are three years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but there was this little film coming out in December of 2016. Oh. And we were like, hey. Could this film be good? Could this be the film that breaks the video game adaptation curse? A little film called Assassin's Creed. And we're like, could this be it? Could this be it? And I'm like, you know what, Lacey? It might be it. Because you see, the stars, Mag- Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillard, and the director of this Assassin's Creed movie, all came together to make this Macbeth adaptation. And Lacey's like, I don't, I don't know if I believe you, and I don't know if I believe Assassin's Creed will be a good movie. And I'm like, well, why don't you just watch this Macbeth film? And you can see, like, yeah, this guy is a good director. These are good actors. We might have something here. Summer 2016 came in what? <laughs> December 2016 came in what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed bombed at the box office and got some of the worst reception for a movie of ever. So, uh, <laughs> and here we are. 2018, Lacey has finally watched this movie. We'll probably never watch Assassin's Creed. No. And uh, here we are talking about it. That's why I put it on the list. That's fair, man. That's fair. That's fair. I wouldn't have guessed that. So, yeah. I mean, I do think it's a 
good movie. Like you said, it's a very well shot adaptation of the play. And this is such a classic Mm -hmm. play, such a classic story that people should experience. So I don't think it's a bad film. No. It's just, it's not a film I would put if I had written the list with the intent of doing something like this, where it's every week we sit down and look at how like this film has influenced cinema or influenced us or something like that. Because mm-hmm. it does, it hasn't really. It's just that I thought, hey, if we want to, we want to talk about this Assassin's Creed movie that's coming out. What if you, what if you had this knowledge behind you? Yeah, but, that didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. Um, I will say this that. I would recommend someone watch this movie before seeing the play. Really? I I don't know that we've ever discussed this. I just don't like stage productions at all. I don't think we have discussed this. I, so just, you're gonna have to... I don't like them. <laughs> I So, when I saw... Like, in high school, there were a lot of stage productions that we did for... Like the ones I was in. The ones Aaron was that, in. That's why, that's why he doesn't like them, because he, no, no, he no. saw me up on stage. Now that, like a, no, let's be terrible. clear. Let's be clear. As soon He's as, so unbelievable. As soon as Aaron and I were friends, anyone that he was in, I went to go see, or I was in the pit orchestra, and I, you know, I <laughs> supported I went, my friend. I went to see all of them, the ones that I was involved in. <laughs> no, no. I, no, I also saw the ones I wasn't. I just said that. <laughs> Once we were friends, we were friends right away. But also, uh, I was like, "Well, maybe I just don't like. I don't. I don't like like this level high of high school production. productions. Yeah, because I'm like, Where it's overworked young teenagers hyped up on tons of backstage sugar, yeah. standing in front of four wooden flats, and also they're." And also, we don't have enough people who volunteer to fill these roles, so we kind of have to just throw whoever in. <laughs> now, also, Aaron... Whoever shows up, you get a role. I'm not naming names, but also there were certain people who overacted quite horrendously. <laughs> I mean, you might have to name names later, because there were um, several people. So I want to know which one there were several. About. There's one in particular that I was like, "Oh, this is real bad." Again, not naming names to protect the innocent, but the people who assaulted me with their bad acting. So, so not innocent. So, so not innocent at all. So then, uh, a few years later, I'm going to New York City with my family. And we decided we're going to watch some Broadway stuff. And I'm like, okay, so this will be like the real test if I like stage plays. Because if I don't like something on Broadway, like that is, that is the stage. Like it, it's not going to get better than that. So we saw Les Miserables. That was your first mistake. I love Les Miserables. I love the <laughs> film. I love the film so much. Uh, the 2012 one. And so then seeing that, I was like, well, I'd rather just watch the movie. Like, <laughs> like it's fine, but also at the same time, whatever. And then we saw Wicked. And I liked Wicked. Wicked's the one that I actually, the only stage play that I was like, I enjoyed my time with this. You know, it was funny. It, it wasn't trying to be, like, super serious. So that, I think that's why I liked it. It's a good one. Um, and then also Macbeth we saw, but again, that was like a college production. I don't know what that was. Aaron, we'll you want to talk about, about this about... A little Okay, bit, okay, a little bit. <laughs> okay. So, uh, 
with Wicked being the only one that I really enjoyed, I was just like, I just don't like stage productions. There's something just... I do think it's personal preference, because obviously I can tell that these people are doing a good job. It's just one of those things, like, I'd rather just watch a movie of it. Just, like, give me a movie. That way, like, there's just something about being able to see people emote with their their facial expressions and not having to hear someone just gratingly overact to really get emotion across that just that's what I'm looking for and this all just also this is this whole thing I argued with someone about (laughs) Hamilton I'm like yeah I'd love to watch like a Hamilton movie that would be great like especially if Lin-Manuel Miranda's in it and they're like well just what about the play and I'm like no I'm not gonna do that I'll listen to the music whatever I don't I'm not gonna do that but cried when i saw hamilton no that's fine and that's that's the thing (laughs) that's the thing that some people who are like super into uh musical theater and stuff don't understand that like i understand it's good it's just not for me it's just not my thing so i don't know (laughs) that's my thing i can't believe we've never talked about that but yeah i just don't like plays i I can't connect I, i for some reason, I can't put myself there. Because the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, these are people on a stage. And I, I cannot get that out of my mind. It's really interesting because I don't remember the name of this critic. I, I, I hope my professors don't uh, listen to this podcast and uh, <laughs> fail me so I can't graduate because I don't remember the name of whoever this was. But there's just some critic out there who had this whole class on literary critics. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the requirement for the course. And then uh, there's this one critic who I basically got my participation points being for like, I, you know, what? I don't like this guy because he's being mean against movies because his argument was essentially <laughs> that like uh, movies are inferior to plays because movies are like just like this artificial recreation of this emotion, whereas with plays it's always this raw energy it's always people in the same room working with one another so (laughs) and basically i passed the class by just being like i don't think he's right (laughs) (laughs) so i'm with you yeah i'm I'm with you i i mean yeah i think i I think movies are superior art form to stage plays yeah but and like i said it's not that i could never enjoy a, a play i liked wicked but it has to be a certain thing. I think there's like a certain level of when the play is too serious, like Les Miserables, I'm like, this is cringy. <laughs> like, ooh, I, I, you're just people on a stage. You're like, stop, this isn't real. <laughs> like, the one time when a stage version was unquestionably superior to the film adaptation was Noises Off, which is a play that I first saw on Broadway and then I watched a film adaptation in an intro to drama class. Mm-hmm. And basically the idea is it's a play about a play. So it's mm. like these characters are putting on a play and the play just descends into disaster. And so like the first act is you see them rehearsing for this play. The second act is you see behind stages at a performance of it. And then the third act you see them on stage again see at the- like their final performance. And it keeps on they keep on getting worse and keep on descending into further and further chaos or whatever. That sounds like but something they- that could only work that way though. Exactly, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's something that requires that stage energy, requires that kind of setup, and that 
enthusiasm for theater and see that work so it doesn't really work as a film and that sounds but it was fun. like one of the funniest things i've ever seen yeah when I saw it on broadway see i would love to see that. that that's the kind of stuff that i like or that i assume i like the most again i haven't seen very many plays it's just not something i really care to do with my time but also that comedic it's like the only way i could do it i think but yeah anyway do we want to actually talk about Macbeth? <laughs> the movie or the play after adaptation we saw? Well, let's. Do we want to move the into the next segment? Don't even remember about the play we saw. Okay. Beyond the fact that we were reading Fifty Shades of Grey to the student teacher while we were driving to the play. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot and about that. Like, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my god! And, oh, remember when we were running out of gas on the way back? And he's like, "All right, who has pennies? Who has <laughs> pennies? We need like three pennies. Come on, guys, search your pockets." Like, we, we were afraid we would literally not make it back to school. <laughs> <laughs> no gas I do remember that, and I did and have I totally had a Dude, dollar. I in had my money, pocket, and I was like, "No, I had dollar. money, man." <laughs> Like, I don't care about getting back to school. I'm okay with, like, walking the rest of the way or waiting for, like, a tow. I'm not giving you my dollar. <laughs> no. I had money, and I thought it would be so much funnier if we ran out of gas. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty certain that Mike had money as well. Because he had just bought a video game <laughs> at the mall. <laughs> I, I remember we stopped, yeah, we stopped at the FYE or whatever. Yeah. And we were like all buying things. And then, like, who has cast money? <laughs> None of us. No, oh, no I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have money. What? <laughs> what? Oh my god, I had forgotten about that. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. <laughs> Give me a second. Give me a second. What about right, the play right. do you remember, Aaron? <laughs> the only thing I really remember about the play... Well, I remember two things. The one thing I remember, the part where they, where they, uh... Where, uh, Macbeth, like, sends the people to kill the Macduff children. Yeah. The, the, when they do it in the play, and they, like, actually have, like, this guy grab a child actor and then, like, bang them against the wall. They have, like, this whole fake-out, like, killing them that way kind of thing. I don't remember oh. that. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> wow, okay. And then I remember that... At the end of the play, they had this Q&A, and our oh, teacher was yeah. like, oh, you guys have to ask a question so you can get proper credit for this. And everyone was asking questions like, oh, how do you improvise if you mess up with Shakespeare? Mm-hmm. And how long do you have to practice? Stuff like that. And, we, and it just gets to us. And we're like, yeah. And we're like, hey, what's in that bag that you put on the spike at the end? Like, after they decapitate <laughs> Macbeth and they place his head on a spike, we're like, what, what's in the bag? And they're just like, it's a cabbage. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> We're we're the we're definitely the biggest appreciators of Shakespeare here. We're just like, you know, what's in the bag? Yeah, you know, yeah. So it didn't make a nice crunch sound when they it did held it. It did actually. That was nice. I do remember that. I also remember like the lady playing Lady Macbeth like got on top of Macbeth and I was like whoa oh yeah it was it was very sexual for a high school play for, for I'm a Christian a, high school play I don't I'm a junior in high I'm a was junior there in high school in that? I don't remember there was not 
but like okay. there was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm a junior in high school. I enjoy this. <laughs> I'm like, well, I could really enjoy Shakespeare, I think. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Now that being said, the movie gets sexual. It does get sexual. Twice. One of them's like, alright. And the other one's like, oh, hey, oh, hey, let's slow down here, Mr. Fassbender. It's Michael Fassbender. He doesn't go slow. <laughs> he doesn't go slow. Oh my god. Are we talking about spoilers now? I can't even remember. I, I don't think we ever got into it, but we also we did make a comment about, yeah. like, it's Macbeth. Mm-hmm. You need a spoiler warning. Uh, yeah, so... Marion Cotillard continues to be one of the greatest actresses ever, I will say. Again, again. Did it. Did it. Again. The death scene in uh, barring, Dark Knight Rises. You know? Barring the death scene didn't, in didn't the Dark Knight Rises. Didn't quite match that level. No. But for real. Or whatever she presumably did in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, again, I didn't see again, Assassin's Creed. She was somehow in that movie. She phoned it in, absolutely. There's no way she didn't. Well, um, I'm sure. They check it off HBO right before I was going to watch it, because I was like, oh, I'll watch that in preparation for the podcast, so I can see if uh, if I was right, that it was going to be the film that breaks the video game curse. And they took it off HBO. They took it off. But, yeah, honestly, everything I see Marion Cotillard in, I think she's brilliant. Again, barring the death scene in Dark Knight Rises, she is one of my favorite actresses, though. Like, I, I, anything where she's leading in, I think she's great. And, I mean, you could call her a lead in this as well. Um, but yeah. I mean, later in Wisconsin's, yeah. like, arguably the main character. Yeah, that's true. I mean, at least she's, like, the one driving the plot forwards. Yeah. Because Macbeth's just like, oh, what do I do? Do I listen to the witches, or do I just, like, not kill people? And then <laughs> or do Macbeth's I just like, be a good person? You should kill people. And, <laughs> and then the play happens. So. Oh, okay. That's, that's a nice uh, refresher for anyone who doesn't know about Macbeth. Yeah, you know. Um, all, all those people who never had the luxury of a Brit Lit class. <laughs> a Brit Lit class and a college production that was... And Ooh, it, spicy. Yes, where you almost spicy. run out of gas on the way back. Yeah. And your friend buys Dishonored for the Xbox 360. It, it, was it Dishonored? It was. Remember? Yeah. I don't know. Dude, I have, like, the weirdest memory for the weirdest things. I'm like, oh, uh, he got Dishonored. I don't know. That was weird. But he did. Uh, anyway. Uh, but, yeah. When we get to my list, we're definitely going to watch a little bit of Two Days, One Night. Because... One of the finest performances I've ever seen. And it, again, just bring that up because it's Marion Cotillard. And she is amazing. And I want to see her in everything. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and Michael Fassbender. It's pretty good. It's just, it's one of those things where it's also like, not that I, I don't even know how to bring this up. Not that I didn't understand it to the length that I don't understand a foreign language film. But it's also one of those things where, like, yeah, I don't really understand what they're saying sometimes, but I understand the conviction that they have when they say it, I guess. So it's like, I, it can, like, kind of say it's a great performance. I can't fully say it, I guess. It's, like, one of those weird things. I don't know. 
Um, I mean, I, I think all the actors in this do a good job of making the Shakespearean dialect something. It They do this real. kind of I mean, nice way of preserving like the poetic nature of it while also making it feel very real, very natural. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that aspect of this. Jack Rayner? I think, I think my favorite... Oh, yeah, Jack Rayner's in this. I yeah. can't believe it. I remember when Transformers 4 came out, and I was like, this is the worst actor in the world. Yeah, dude, and he's honestly you get, like, one Sing of the... like, Street, and you get... Detroit? Um, Macbeth. And what was he in... Detroit. Recently? Detroit, okay. Yeah, he's, like, he's so no. good. I can't believe can that act. I thought he was bad, man. He's so good. I love Jack Rayner. He was in uh, Free Fire as well. He was really good. That's, that's what I was thinking. It wasn't Detroit, it was Free Fire. Yeah, but yeah, no, he. I, I like him now. Yeah, I'd like watch him. him do anything, especially again at after Sing Street. That was a great role. Yeah, he he's the emotional core of that movie, really. Anyway, but, uh, we're not talking about Sing Street. We're talking about Macbeth. Yeah, no. So we can actually talk about the movie for once. I was gonna say one of my favorite bits about the movie adaptation mm-hmm. is I love the way they interpret the ending of it. In, in, interpret it as in, like they change it because mm-hmm. there's the whole prophecy that you know like the woods will you, you like your kingdom won't fall into like the woods march upon it or I, I don't know what the phrasing is English I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm an English major I'm a graduating English major <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm an English I'm an English man <laughs> <laughs> okay but uh and in the in the uh play this is that they like make shields out of like the wood and the wood from the the uh, that's trees. Right. That's so right. it's that's when right. the soldiers march with these wooden shields, it's as if the uh, woods are encroaching on the castle. But in the film, we just have this great interpretation where it's they like burn down the woods yeah. and the ashes are flying towards the castle. Yeah. And I thought that was just like a really neat way to change it up and also give it a really nice visual flair for Dude, the ending. It's beautiful. The end of this movie is beautiful. Just yeah. the way it works in all those shades of orange and red and yellow, it's it's gorgeous. I'm like, okay, th- it's almost all worth it just for this. Like, if you weren't enjoying it up to that point, like, that is the point where it's like, this is beautiful. I can't believe this. I don't know who did the cinematography for this movie. I can look it up. But, man, they deserve awards, man. Was this even nominated for anything? Uh, I don't remember. But it was Adam Arkapaw, hmm. who did True Detective, okay, and Assassin's Creed. Is Assassin's Creed a good-looking movie? I guess I don't know. I, I don't know. I no. can't imagine it would be, but now hearing that, this guy's good, man. So. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think, going back to the conversation about stage plays versus film adaptations, I think that What's great about this movie is it takes advantage of the film format. Like, if you're mm-hmm. going to give us another Macbeth movie, this would be, like, the way to do it. Because it takes full advantage of the cinematic format. Both in that, what like, what it adds to the play. Because in the play, by nature of being a stage production, they, like, skip over all the battles. Mm-hmm. Because you, Shakespeare didn't have the budget to, to do a battle. No. He's like... Characters walk on. Oh, wasn't that a great battle? It was. Now let's talk about uh, talk about the battle for like five minutes, and then uh, we'll cut to a scene 
and then we'll come back in the next scene talking about a different event that happened off stage. <laughs> <And then laughs> Shakespeare, the truly the greatest writer of all time, am I right? He he was just skipping scenes. Yeah. Everyone's praising him, and he's like, he, he only half wrote his stuff. And everyone's upset about Infinity War being too jammed, all right? Shakespeare was so jammed he couldn't even show his own battles. All right? Yeah. What a, what a loser. What a loser. Oh, but like, oh, but like but like seriously, uh, I love that we actually get those battles. In yeah, this, and they're um, very well choreographed, like very well shot. Yeah, there's one really like, there's this shot where it, I mean, it, Zack Snyder would be proud. There's a lot of slow mo in the battle scenes, but um, he like jumps up onto a guy's back and stabs him. Like it's, it was just a cool shot. I was like, okay, I've never seen anything like that. It's nice. Um... And the way they do the whole visions haunting Macbeth, I thought was really well mm. done. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of good visual stuff. Like I said, a, a lot of great visual storytelling where, storytelling, where even if you don't understand what they're saying, you can understand the concept of the film. And I think that's really great. Mm-hmm. Also, Professor Lupin. R.I.P. in peace. Mm, yeah. 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 I don't know. So we talked about the movie for about five minutes of this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where where do you rank it? Uh, let me take a look and see on my ranking list. Gonna take a look. Gonna take a see. Gonna see where this movie goes in my list. I didn't realize you were gonna ask me this, so now I'm just pulling up my list. Just give me a second. No, keep going with the song. And I'm singing a song, and it goes over here. Here goes the movie, and it goes right here. I'm putting it at number 40 behind Batman Mask of the Phantasm and ahead of Saw. Hmm. Yeah. I have it 42. Uh, Behind the town. Ahead of Blade 2. Wait a second. What? Have we... We've done, We've done 43? 44. We've done 44. This is the 44th one. <laughs> I'm what missing, are you missing? I'm missing two <laughs> movies. I don't know. I'm going to need to look. <laughs> but I'm missing... Oh, no, wait. This, this, is, the... this is number 44? This is number 44. So I'm missing one, then. Was it Blue Velvet? No, I have, Blue I, have, Velvet I have Blue Velvet in here. Did you put Iron Giant in? Oh, I have not. Uh, um. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Anyway, I think that's all I have to say about uh, Macbeth. I couldn't remember I, the name. I, I, of got, it. I gotta say, for one of the films I was kind of dreading getting to because I thought oh, I'm not as passionate about this one as many of the others on the list. Yeah. This is, this is a good episode. I think so, too. We filled it with time. personal stories that mean a lot to us, like running out of gas, almost. So hopefully it will mean a lot to you listeners who have no idea what we're talking about and don't care about these people at all. Man, you know, I love hearing stories, though, on podcasts. So I think if you're like me, you're going to be like, hey, I like listening to these people talk. I like hearing them have a good time. Let's hear their stories. So. Yeah. Those are just my thoughts. <laughs> anyway, what are we doing next week, Aaron? You 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 make uh, the call next again. week. So next week there's this film coming up 
called the Book Club. Oh, oh. so I thought sure it'd be a good is. time. Yeah, yeah. Do you know you know what the premise of this? Oh, movie? I I know the premise of the movie. I saw the trailer. Oh no. So I thought we would be this is a good good time to look at the end of the tour, which is centered around the book tour of uh, what's his name, David Foster Wallace. Is that his name? Or am I confusing with someone else? I'm definitely confusing him with someone else. David Foster Wallace. Isn't Not David Wallace. That's the guy that's from the, the office. office. Yeah, that's. I was like, wait a second. What? <laughs> Is this an office spin-off? Spin-off? I've never heard of. Oh my god. I'm definitely losing my English major cred for. No, it's David Foster Wallace. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's his name. That's his I name. don't. Is it? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Well, <laughs> I didn't either. I watched the movie, oh. or I vaguely knew who he was, but yeah, the end of the tour. Jason Segel, Jesse at. Eisenberg, and Joan Cusack? That's all I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I love Joan Cusack as well. Like I've said before, when we watched uh, Gross Point Blank, she is the most American treasure that we have. Her and Laura Dern. <laughs> they are... Keep them safe, everyone. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So next week, end of the tour. If you want to find us around the web, you can find Lacey at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. You can find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr. Uh, if you want to find David from the main podcast around the web, you can find him at DBEX15 on Twitter. DBEX with two S's. If you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. You can find me at this clever blog name is already taken. Tumblr.com. How's how's that Avengers review coming, Aaron? You you know what? I'm graduating. So. Well, you beat me, so. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, And if you want to find the main podcast on the web, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway on Twitter. Give us a like on Facebook. Check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. And leave us a good review if you like what we say. So. I would just, wait, you know week? what? Stop. What? <laughs> I just realized, what? do they even say boil, boil, toil, and trouble in this movie? I don't think so. I don't think they do. That's the only thing I know like from Macbeth. Now, that being said, I only know it from Prisoner of Azkaban, and then I learned it was from <laughs> Macbeth. So. Yeah, because there's, there's a few things they omit. Well, they picked the bad thing they omit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue, sorry. Yeah. Now we're just gonna start talking about the movie because we didn't we didn't talk about it at all. We talked. Oh, we're we, gonna just cram it all in the end here. We talked about it enough. It's Macbeth. If I were to say anything, they'd be like, "Oh, this this kid out here doesn't know anything about Shakespeare," and they'd be right. So it's almost better for them to go to another source. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So until next time. Mm -hmm. Don't think it. Don't say it. Bye-bye, man. Bye-bye.